Boom! And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That's right. And Joey's sitting in the captain's throne tonight, man. You look like a like a, a king or something, man. I, I dig that chair. Uh, if right. you haven't noticed, we're uh, we're doing another digital episode. Joey is in an undisclosed location. Are we telling him where you're at? I'm in Savannah, Georgia, and it's awesome. Okay. You need to go to Savannah. Any chance you get to come up here, it's awesome. All right, yeah, first time there, uh, digging it. I've never been. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like I said, it's like a um, a, a small Nashville and a clean New Orleans, so it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle of that. Somewhere, that's a good uh, good description. That's got my yeah. interest peaked. Uh, on the show this evening, man, we have uh, author uh, Adam Smith is going to be talking to us about his. He's, he does children's books, uh, Christmas themed children's books, and we're going to get into that. How he got it started, how he uh, wrote the stories, the whole the whole nine. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to mention our sponsors, the people who support us and we support them. I bet you have a sneaking suspicion of who I'm going to say first here. People that are familiar with the show. Dr. Robbie Williams. That's right. Right over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If we ever do a trivia question, Joey, I think that's trivia question number one uh, when it comes to the show. What's our uh, first doctor? Dr. Bob for bonus points. That's right. That's right. Uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. If you're looking for a great local dentist, they're located on uh, Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Uh, take care of your mouth, man. Get those smiles looking pretty. And uh, oral oral hygiene, it's the, it's the word of the day. Give them a call over at 228-215-1202. Book that appointment. Do just, uh, just start out with a cleaning. You know, get some uh, x-rays, see what the, what the mouth's looking like. Uh, he's, he's a friendly dude. There's nothing to be uh, nervous about. I know some people nervous of the dentist. Joey, are you one of those people? No, and, and actually, it's more than that. Like, uh, the mouthpiece that Robbie has made me has saved my, uh, I would say, my, my marriage. Because <laughs> I didn't have it down in Disney, and it was bad news. Uh, so yeah, Joey's talking about the, uh, the uh, if you have sleep apnea, they can he can make you yeah. a mouthpiece that holds your hold your jaw in place as you sleep and tries to uh, help prevent uh, the obstruction that's caused when you have sleep apnea at night. Gets a, makes you have a full night's rest versus uh, constantly waking up all night when you, don't, when you don't know it. Uh, moving right along, Hill Tree Marketing, man. Jesse Hill and his team, we're actually about to get back in touch with Jesse again. Uh, we got some, a commercial that we want to get made. Uh, Jesse is a one-stop shop, local as well. If you're looking for a website, you need something built for any reason. I mention it all the time. It's not just for small businesses. It is for small businesses, but not just for small businesses, right? If you're a content creator or uh, a photographer, maybe you're maybe you create things and sell them on Etsy, and you want a real professional looking website. Jesse and his team here that he's put together can build it for you from the IT side of it all the way over uh, to getting professional uh, photographs done. Uh, uh, he customizes the whole thing to your brand. I, I, we can't say enough good things about him. So jump over to hilltreemarketing.com and uh, take a look at some of the brands that he's worked with. Jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. Check out what he did for us. We couldn't be more satisfied. Uh, Joey, you know this next sponsor. I'll let you take a crack at that one. Yeah, old Cedar Swamp. That's Rocky over in Gaucher. Uh Carries everything you need. He's always getting stuff in, getting big Shimano orders in, getting, um, I mean, just anything that you need and you don't have that you can find in the big box stores. He can lo he can do order them uh, locally. Uh, has a lot of local brands in there. Has brown water hats, has fish in the south hats. So go see Rocky. Like he's literally, um, he's got to build up now. Building these in is too small. So he's uh, he's building up instead of sideways. 
But go see Rocky. He does a lot of good things. He's got a Christmas tournament coming up, too. Um, I'm not sure the exact name of the Christmas tournament, but it, it benefits all the uh, the kids in Jackson County, Harrison County, and stuff like that. So go check it out. Uh, that's Cedar Swamp. They're on Facebook and Instagram. That's right. And they are uh, also um, located on Goche Van Cleve exit for the people that are familiar with the area. Uh, just take the exit, head south, or look them up on Facebook. Uh, as Joey mentioned, uh, see the number two and then swamp. So yep. uh, check them out. And uh, last and definitely not least, it's our friends over at Taylor and Cox Law Firm, Calvin Taylor and Tyler Cox. Uh, if you get in a situation where you need an attorney, man, we uh, highly recommend these guys. They've been on the show. I forget the episode number. It's just a few back. Go check them out. Get to know them. Um, they are located in Pascagoula. Calvin's been practicing law for 30 years. He's going to be transitioning over now to circuit court judge because he just won the election this past November the 8th. Congratulations to him again. But they do criminal law. They do family law and they do civil litigation defense. So again, if you find yourself in the position where you need an attorney to represent you, why not have a great attorney? Uh, and that's local as well. That's uh, Taylor and Cox law firm. You can give them a call at 228-696-0111. And uh, we appreciate them being a sponsor of the show. All right. So let's jump into it. Uh, I hope my internet's working good. looks like we got that pesky little little spinning uh, wheel yeah man I, I hate that uh but anyway let's bring adam in and let's talk about uh some christmas stories man adam how are you doing today doing great man thanks for having me on appreciate it absolutely man thanks for being a guest on the show um so let's take it back we met you what was the name of the function joey because i can't remember it i know it was at that animal animal it was that why it was that it's fixing to come up it's, it's on its way up it's called the wild acres and it's something to do with Christmas. I don't know the exact title, but it was that it was a Christmas thing where you guy came in, ate pancakes, they had vendors, you could hold a sloth, you could hold chickens and monkeys and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, and a lot, of, a, lot of kangaroo fight where you're, while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of animals there. It was on a farm like Joey mentioned, uh, tons of wildlife, tons of stuff to do for the kids. Uh, and we were a vendor there. And Adam, you were a vendor as well, and we walked by your booth and we were checking out uh, your books. And that's how this whole, that's been almost a year ago. Uh, yeah. we made it, we, we reached out again, which I'm, I'm super glad you did and, uh, have you on the show here tonight, but let's talk about, uh, your, your, I've got two of them just so people know that I'm not making this up. I got them the day that we were there. Uh, the first book is there's a kid in my food. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the second book is angel blues. Mm -hmm. So, well, uh, hold, so hold up. side note here. I think it all started when Jared's youngest son stole one of you. <laughs> that is true. I forgot about that. Jack, yeah. Jack yeah. came by the table and just grabbed it. Yeah. yeah Jack came by your discount yeah. real fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were like, Jack, where did you get that book? He was like, I, that guy over there gave it to me. I don't know. He was just giving him out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works, but let's go find out. So, uh, but no, so how'd you get your start, man? How did, how did you uh, start writing children's books? Man, it's, I don't know. It's kind of a long story. Um, so it all started back in probably first grade, but I'm not going to tell you that. Hey, we got time. It's the internet. Yeah, no, yeah. no doubt, right? Um, no, I've always kind of enjoyed writing. I've always kind of had a, I don't know, had a, an affinity for it. 
um, kind of won some contests, you know, kind of in grade school and stuff like that. My mom actually really encouraged me to write like all throughout life. It's like, you should write some more. It's like, okay, mom, whatever, whatever. And then it's like, you know, just, you know, getting as I progress and stuff like that. It's like, I like writing songs. I wrote some skits for church and things like that. And I just kind of started wanting to get, uh, get more serious with it. So how, um, there's a kid in my food came along. Actually, the whole book writing thing started with a song, really. So um, at at church, uh, worship director actually Stephen uh, Steve Duncan, who wrote the music for "There's a Kid in My Food." I'm trying to get my orientation right. There's yeah, it's, food, it's right hard. There. It's very. Hard. <laughs> I know, right? It's all backwards. Uh, actually, yeah. Steve, Dun- Steve Duncan came and was like, "Hey, man, um, I got I wrote some songs and I wanted to put a a, a Christmas program together. I wanted to uh, see if maybe you might like write a script or something like that." It's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'd like to, I'd like to try that. So I started writing out a script for the for the kids program, and during the course of writing a script, I was like, there's this family scene, and there's the family are talking about, you know, the nativity and Jesus in the manger and how that kind of disrupted things. And then I was thinking, oh, the kid would think, oh, the the animals were like really freaked out because there's a kid in their food. I'm like, man, that's a cool idea. So I started sketching out some verses and things like that with the different animals and how they would relate, you know, so that kind of thing. So um, I started writing out the lyrics for it. And I gave it to Steve and Steve, you know, kind of put the put the music together with it. And we perform, actually put it in the skit. And the song was really well received. Um, people really liked the song a lot. So and that was about, man, 12, 13 years ago. something like that. Right. So um, fast forward. Then I kind of want to start getting more serious about like writing and, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, how accessible it is to, to become like an indie author and like self-publish and, and things like that. And I was like, I would like to really explore how to how to get a book out of your head and into your hands, you know. So I was like, what in the what have I written in the past that could actually work? I was like, there's a kid in my food. That was actually pretty cool. And that would be actually that make a really cool kids book. So I kind of started in the, on the journey, and that was probably November of 2019. Actually, it was right before is right before COVID. So um, yeah, I started the journey, um, started looking into to how to do that, and uh, that's a whole, whole kind of perilous thing. I don't know if you want to get into the whole perilous journey or not, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, we actually do because uh, yeah. I think it's a cool story. I don't know it. I just think you know, uh, Joey and I, we've actually got some ideas for uh, ourselves about writing a children's book that we've talked about. And that's the first thing that comes up. It's like, okay, well, where do you start? So I know myself, I jumped on Google, start reading, end up on some YouTube videos. And it's like, you can definitely learn that way. And I've learned a lot that way, but to talk to someone who's done it, who's went through the pitfalls and has the, the, the product that's already out, you have a different perspective than any of us can have just reading about it. Right. So yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. By no means am I, you know, do I know everything? I'm still learning something every year. And that's, that's the thing. There's like so many aspects to it, especially if you're like going solo. I mean, cause you're doing the formatting, you're doing the editing, you're like coordinating, you're writing it, you're trying to publish it. You're trying to promote it. You're it's, it's, there's so much to it. It can be very daunting. Correct. But so I got started. So there's these. Um, so I didn't know how to do it. So, I mean, obviously, the power of the Internet, you can find somebody to do anything that you need at any time. So there's um, there's this uh, category of services called vanity presses. 
And there's a lot of different vanity presses out there. And basically what they do, there's a bunch of different services and they basically will supplement anything that you don't feel comfortable doing or don't, you know, you're not qualified to do, or you just don't do well. I, I kind of consider them like you, your book Sherpa. <laughs> you need to get to the top of the mountain, you know, and then these people are going to help you get there. But with any industry, there's people, you know, that will kind of take advantage. You know, there's some people in some businesses that will look to take advantage of you and things like that. Right. And vanity presses are one of those things that you have to be really careful about. And, you know, honestly, I, I really feel that, you know, I kind of almost fell into, you know, fell into one of those pits. But anyway, so I started talking to the vanity press because I really didn't know what I was doing. Really, my biggest thing, I really needed to find an illustrator because when I was doing my homework on illustrators, man, I mean, there's some firms like you're talking to them and they got a whole stable of artists in there. Like, oh, yeah, we'd love to do your book. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars to illustrate. It's not cheap. It is it not cheap at all. No, it's not. Um, so anyway, the vanity press is like, okay, yeah, we can do that. And we've got this list of, uh, illustrators and we'll take you through the whole process. So, um, I was like negotiate with them. We had many talks on, on and on, uh, off and on. They kind of stepped me through the process of what it would take and what the, what you need to do. So we got to the illustrator process, which I was very interested in. So they have this whole menu of, uh, of author or illustrators and they were like code names. Like, you know, they didn't tell you the name. So, right. but they would give you like, you know, I think there were like flower names like Rose and Daisy and Marigold or whatever. And then they would show you some, uh, some of their work, you know, like, uh, the, some of the samples of their illustrations. So there's a, you know, look through this list and they had the prices and things like that. And there was all sorts of varying prices and things like that in different styles. Well, I kind of narrowed it down to three or four or whatever. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so I narrowed it down. It's like, okay, these are good. And then the lady that I was talking to come, my representative, she was saying, um, okay, so-and-so and so, oh, and that's Colette. She does really good work. And I was like, okay, Colette. So I kind of wrote that name down just in case. <laughs> right. It's so, not Rosebud. It's Colette. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. So uh, I, wrote, I wrote that name down. Um, anyway, so I progressed and it was like a couple weeks later and it was like, I was looking at the numbers and the numbers just didn't add up. And they said, oh yeah, we'll publish your book and it'll be on Amazon, but it's not going to be on stock in Amazon. And then it's going to, you're going to have to price it like this. And it was like, I would have to price it like way out of the market for comparable, you know, storybooks and things like that. And the numbers just ended up add up and I didn't feel, feel very good about it. And I was like an inch from signing the final contract. We had it all done. It was all wrapped up all the details. I just had to sign the contract and, and, you know, wrap it all up. Couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I cut off, I cut off with the vanity press and then I was like, oh man, I still don't have an illustrator. What in the world am I going to do? Because I'm, I'm effectively not totally back at square one, but kind of back at square one. So I was like, Colette, let's see if I can reach out to her. So I found Colette. It turns out Colette is in Singapore. You know, magic yeah. of the internet. She, she's a British expat that lives in Singapore. You know, miracle of the internet, right? Yeah. So I, I hit her up on Facebook. She's on Facebook, like instant messenger or whatever. I was like, hey, uh, I got your name from so-and-so. Would you be interested in, you know, publishing or like illustrating my book? And I sent her the manuscript. And she's like, yeah, I'd love to do it. It looks great. And I was like, okay, great. It's like, how much would it be? It was like, she gave, quoted me the price. It was exact same. It was going to be for the vanity press. And I was like, <laughs> it's on. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, uh, with that, but that, but the only her feed. So you didn't have to have all the other stuff associated with that company. No, and then right. I get to retain all the all the decision Correct. making, all the rights, and Correct. you know, and the freedom to do what I wanted to do with the, with the book. And it was and, like, it was yeah. great. 
like like you said that's the beauty of the internet it it cuts the middleman out now you got you did some i, I won't ask you how you did it but the finding colette uh, uh, off of one name that's very impressive <laughs> some so, serious uh facebook stalking yeah we're not gonna don't incriminate yourself right now yeah. but but good, kudos to you for finding her right because that's why they use those flower names so people don't do yeah. that yeah i you know God did me a solid on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Slip it up. You know, yeah. uh, no, I was I was definitely fortunate to come across Colette. She's been great. She's for uh, she's actually illustrated all three of the books. So that was really good. Sweet. Another Joey. resource. Let me let me mention another resource yeah. too. The, the one the the one book that actually really gave me the confidence to go it on my own. Also, I didn't mention it, is there's a book called um actually it's called How to Write a Children's Book by Yvonne Jones. Um, and that's really that really I may have me, that book sitting right here somewhere, but I, I ain't gonna be able to find it right now. I think I have that book. It's a roadmap. It's basically yeah. the roadmap how to get. Notes. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, it's like she shows you the whole thing. I mean, it's a little dated because she she has a section in there with Create Space, which used to be a really big self publishing thing that I think uh, Amazon bought. But other than that, it really shows you. Okay, step one, do this. Step two, do this. Blah blah. blah. I mean, it really gives you the roadmap. And uh, that really, with that and having my illustrator in hand, um, I've I've figured I was competent enough to kind of fill in the rest. So it was very helpful. Yeah, yeah. And with with uh, well, my computer's beeping here. With uh, with a children's book, and again, you got it in the background there, and I can I can show it. But like, yeah. illustration is everything. I mean, yeah, it's a, right. it's. I mean, and she did a great job. Yeah, I mean, I, really I was did. looking through it. Uh, I mean, that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joey and I, for for Brownwater, you mentioned she was uh, uh, in Singapore. Is that what you said? Right. Yeah. So we got our logo, which we get complimented on all the time, mm -hmm. which I really feel like, you know, yeah, speaks to like the South Mississippi, Mississippi Gulf Coast or the Gulf Coast in general from a guy that I found on Facebook mm -hmm. who lives in Mexico. Right. He's not even from here, <laughs> you know, and it's like he captured everything that we wanted in a logo mm -hmm. and, and he and but that's the beauty of the internet and yeah probably never even seen a pelican before <laughs> yeah, maybe not you know i don't know but but i think yeah. they have pelicans in mexico right yeah, yeah, yeah i don't think where he's at specifically oh, okay, maybe not maybe they not. have mexican coast but i don't believe he's on the coast <laughs> but anyway so yeah that's beautiful so so you've got your illustrator now you've already got the story right and you got and we didn't mention or at least i didn't though th this is a book it's a sing-along is that right. correct like because right. it was came out of a song yeah right? so all of my so the books in this series are yeah christmas story sing-alongs they're stories that you can sing so um and, and, i mean really that was kind of the impetus of the the first one i mean it was really it started out as a song you know for a christmas program and i just kind of wanted to follow that theme with this with this series so it kind of stuck i like it i like it so yeah. where do you go you got the illustrator now and you got the story Man, so then you're off to the races to try to, you know, to figure out how to get, you know, a published book in your hands. So, um, the, the, so I, the biggest issue up front, because I already had the manuscript written for there's, there's kid in my food. There so, you go. Um, got it now. <laughs> um, so I already kind of had that. So I was able to kind of focus on number one, getting the song produced. And then, you know, number two, working with the illustrator to make sure that that was right. Um, so, Basically, you kind of set up. So when I'm uh, the illustrator part, really is the the thing that really takes the longest the longest amount of time. Um, so I talk to Colette. I kind of like take the my ideas, what I have in my head. I like work up a document. It's like okay, here's the first. When they call them spreads, you know, it's like a two page spread for the. 
for the books. It's like, you know, your one picture takes up two two pages. Right. So here's the first spread. I'm going to have this text. I need these people on it and I need to, you know, they need to do these things or like they're saying these things or here's the action that we need to do. So then you just kind of, you know, write that out for the whole book and then you send it to the illustrator. And then what's fun is then you get to see, it's like, it's like a complicated, complex game of Pictionary. <laughs> it's like you gave her all the clues. Let's see what she draws now, you know? Right. <clears throat> so, and that's really, like really thrilling. It's like when you first get the first sketches of an illustrator, that sees it in your head and what you've communicated, that's a really special thing. So I, you know, I remember getting the first sketches back from Colette and it was like, you know, I'm like giddy, like on, you know, Christmas morning or something like that. It was, it was really cool to see it, you know, come to life. Um, but yeah, then you just kind of go back and forth. Uh, and the way that I did it with Colette, there was like three phase, three phases. So there was the sketch phase. Um, so she, you know, maps up all the sketches and then you get them how you like. Um, and then once you've kind of worked out all the details, then she goes to the outline phase where she kind of takes the blacks it all in, just kind of, you know, black lines it and cleans it all up. Um, and then she does the, and then she would do the full color um, in phase three. And that was basically the, the final images that she got. That's, well, explain to us the, uh, the legal uh, bounds on these, like you're, you're giving all your ideas to somebody who's in Singapore, like what stops them from taking you know, your idea and running with it and making it their own. I mean, what are you copyrighted? What, how does that work? Yeah. So we negotiate a contract up front. Um, so basically you can do it multiple ways. I mean, obviously there's a thousand different ways, you know, that you can do compensation and, you know, contracts and things like that. Right. Um, I personally, you know, I'm ridiculously paranoid at this point. <laughs> so, um, I kind of, actually, I went to a, a lawyer and actually, uh, Estes and Sims, Sims and Estes, Forgive me, guys, if they're watching. I, I don't know what you who's first. But anyway, they did me a solid. Um, they, he he wrote me up a contract that I've been using ever since, especially with the the music, um, the the music uh, agreements and things like that. But I, it's kind of flexible that I can use it for pretty much anything. But um, I negotiated with Colette. Um, basically, I pay her flat fee for the illustrations. Um, and then I own the illustrations out, you know, full out, but she retains the right of authorship. So I can't claim that I drew it, but right. drawings are mine. And then I give her credit for doing those kinds of things. Yeah. Own the book. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. And that good yeah. kudos to you too, for even though it was your first run at this for understanding the, the, the margins and the, the, the business dynamics on the back end, right? Because sometimes yeah. artists get so excited, uh, you know, uh, I talk to a lot of musicians and it's like your dream come true. If you're right. a musician to get a record deal or a author, you know, to, to get a publishing deal, which again, the internet has changed so much. You can do it yourself now. Right. But like, they don't think of that. They just, yeah, I'll sign anywhere to get this CD made or this book done yeah. so I can see it come to fruition. Yeah. But then you lose all the economics yeah. on the back. They don't own it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, what are the find people that you can trust and talk to about the stuff before you make rash decisions. Right. I know that's, you know, that's easier said than done a lot of times, especially younger, I mean, younger guys. I mean, I'm glad I did it at the age that I am because I can, I can step back and chill for a second. And it's like, right. Wait a minute. I mean, it, it's even tough for me. It was like, cause, Oh, I want to show everybody this thing right now. Right. And that's not, that's really not how it should, how it should go. But yeah, it, it really takes some discipline because you, you know, once you got it, something that you love and you're excited about, you really want to share it with everybody even though you got to wait and make sure it's safe 
to share it with everybody. Sure, yeah. It's right. gotta be ready. Yeah. Yeah. What I, I love how you said that you took the idea from from a song, but but the perspective, the idea, the beginning of it is the perspective of the child, which in this case is is the savior, right? Is Jesus in the story? Is that correct? Right. Well, uh, when the skit, there was like a family talking about the nativity. But yeah, all of my books revolve around the nativity. And that's that's kind of I'm taking a different aspect. Like for a kid in my food, sheep, uh, cow and sheep are having a really bad day. So you know, all they want, want to do is like go to the manger and have a snack. But they go back and they find a kid in their food and they're kind of upset about it. So they're talking to the innkeeper. Um, Jesus is in my food. Yeah. Right, right? yeah. <laughs> so uh, fortunately, you know, donkey comes ar- along and he actually understands, you know, what's going on and kind of explains it. So it kind of turns what I say, you know, on the back of the cover, it's like it turns a bad day into a glad day. So, you know, it kind of straightens it all out. Right. But, uh, and then angel blues, sorry, angel blues is kind of my middle child. I just like it's getting the treatment. Like this is my firstborn, and this is the, you know, this is the new one. And then the angel blues is not, not shown here, but I really right. love that one too, because actually that one, the production of angel blues, I learned so much from kidding my food that angel blues kind of like clicked the along really well. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a really the one cool Jack song. stole. What's that? That's the one Jack stole. Yeah. He stole you see one. the kids, it's just kids got to have it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you haven't checked out the song too, that's my bluesy song, you know? So, um, and that's really good. But Angel has a problem because every time he tries to relay the message that Jesus is born, everybody runs away. It's kind of the whole play on the whole fear not thing. Right. So a prayer for help helps him change his approach. And, you know, a, a spoiler alert, he, you know, he, he makes it happen. So that's good. Yeah. Well, you, and, you obviously, obviously got a big background in church. What what church are you involved in? Uh, we're going we're at Good Shepherd, actually, in Long Beach. Okay. Okay. So that's where y'all yeah, are. Beach, you are or Pastor Stan, it's right on SB, like on the border. I don't know exactly know what, which one it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's what that's where I, that I was. I grew up, you know, down here in Gulfport. My dad was a uh, my dad was a pastor, so I grew up a, a preacher's kid. I've I've led worship, you know, for for a while in different places. So yeah, it's um, it's it's in me, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. You said that uh, that your newest one is it say time to glow? Am I reading that? It's a little bit of a glare. Yeah, that. so that's yeah. yeah time time to glow. Yeah, was that so was that out cool. when we met, when we met you uh, about this time last year? No, that one that one I released this year. So I've, okay. I'm, I'm kind of on a pace like one a year. That's what I'm what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah, that was what that was going to be my question was what what's the plan like? It, so kind of one a year tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, are you are you releasing them at this time? Like in other words, closer to Christmas or do, do, you know when do they hit the uh hit um, and also other quite where are you selling them at right are you putting them out yeah. on Amazon stuff like that yeah um so time to glow was released this year um generally i usually get them published to amazon you can find all of them on on amazon.com and you know kidding you still haven't got the orientation yeah. right kidinmyfood.com yeah. <laughs> yeah you can go to kidinmyfood.com and that's my website um, and it, you can link to uh, Amazon to purchase the book, um, and it links you to the the songs are on your favorite streaming service as well. So you can link there, and you can listen to it on uh, Alexa or Spotify. Title, you know, it's it's out there on your favorite streaming services too. Yeah, um, they're all paperbacks, right? All three paperbacks. Yeah. How, how do you sell? You sell them hardbacks? Do you sell them in video copy? I mean, what, what are you offering? The good question because actually because they are kids' books and I, I get asked all the time, "Do you have this in a hardback?" And like, no, I right. don't because Amazon actually in their self-publishing wing, they just recently started doing hardbacks and only in certain formats. So okay. uh, and Amazon doesn't have my format for these books yet. It's an eight and a half by eight and a half in in a hardback yet. However, I think Ingram Spark does, and I'm in the process of uploading them to Ingram Spark. 
Um, so I can play both because, I mean, if you look at it, Amazon.com has like, I think the last time I looked it was like 70% of book sales like nationwide. Mm-hmm. 70%. That's the whole market. And yep. then 25% are your other major booksellers in that 25%, like your Barnes and Noble, your Books a Million, right. and you know everything else. So, but Ingram Spark kind of serves the 25% for published books, and then Amazon is kind of they, they lean more on ebook sales. But sorry, I don't want to geek out on. No, well, geek out. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I think we forget that Amazon used to be a book company to yeah, begin with. That's how they started out. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep, and and nobody could nobody could well yeah, but if you remember, like no one could believe like the news story was like, can you believe Amazon put Barnes and Noble in these bookstores like almost out of business? And it's like, flash forward, you know, ten more years, it's like they put everybody (laughs) almost out of business, right? And the ones that survived were just the big guys. And then even now, like you look at Walmart, and Walmart's like. We're, we can be Amazon too, you know. We'll send yeah. it to your house. We'll bring two day delivery, whatever you want. Just don't, don't not shop with us anymore. Yeah. Walmart. Uh, sorry, not to get off on Walmart. Walmart was very smart to pivot when they did, and they they actually did really well with that. They had to. Yeah, they, they had, had to. to. They had yeah. to. Yeah. Toys R Us didn't, and we don't really see many of them anymore. You know. Mm, actually, done, they were yeah. making a comeback. Like, did you see they're, that they were like putting a little store in like I, a Macy's or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, inside of a Macy's. It's smart. It's very smart, yeah. and and they have brand recognition, right? You can. Right. I'm almost forty, and I can walk and see that name and know exactly what it is, and feel yeah. like you're a kid you, again. So. You want to be a Toys R Us kid? Correct. Still am. <laughs> Still am a Toys R Us kid. You know what We're I mean? We're all so, Toys R Us kids on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Kids sing it, and they've never been to a Toys R Us. But they it still sing it a song. Travesty. It's sense. definitely hey, a travesty. Adam Smart, he knows you you sync up a song to an idea, right? And it, it sticks in your head. I think yep. that's really cool how you have that um what is the word I'm looking for? Like inter it's interactive, your book mm-hmm. with being able to scan it and then get the song and either sing along or read the story, then sing along. Like that's a that's a pretty cool dimension that not every book has. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember like as a kid, like having these books with like. Did you ever get like one of those books like with the record in the back of it that you could like, yeah, like yes. tear it out of the book and it's like a little bit on your record. little record player? You know, yes. you didn't worry, you were sound really bad. <laughs> you know, <that> <laughs> You're showing our age a little bit, but yeah, I, you know, it's like, kids. Go, I mean, we we have a, a older audience, but you know, if you haven't heard of a of a, <laughs> a record, go look that up and what vinyl is. It's a whole different ballgame. Round disc, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's before CDs. Kind of, it's just the same idea. We're just kind of repackaging it for today. So now you can stream everything. So, I mean, it, again, doing this stuff is easier than ever, um, but you, you just got to make sure you do your homework first and make sure you're on the right path. And, you know, and again, like we talked about before, you know, protect yourself. Yeah. What, what you, you said you have your music book with the music. Like, is there a way to get the ebook? Yeah. So the, the ebook, so my books are published, um, Ebook and paper. Well, you can do print on demand at Amazon. Um, so both both formats are available. I mean, there's not a whole lot of big, you know, there's not a, like a lot of market for children's ebooks because right, they're not right. really looking at ebooks. They usually want a physical book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I mean, there's still page reads and stuff like that you get. So people consume people consume you know media in different ways, you know, and that's really that's really showing. Yeah. You, uh, you're, you're obviously sounds to me like predominantly a one man band. Right. Um, and, and so my question is then, so you, you, you know, we talked about how you got started, how, where the idea comes from meeting the illustrator, but now books in hand, that's really where a lot of the work begins, right. Is yeah, getting it out sure. and kudos to you for, for, uh, being on podcasts such as ours and we appreciate it. And I, we mentioned the other interview, 
Uh, you did a, a, another interview just a couple days ago, right? Uh, trying to get the word out. Yeah, uh, Chad Brown. He's actually the uh, the art teacher at Gulfport High School. So actually, awesome. our kids went to the same preschool for a while. At, you know, so we became friends and things like that. But he's a very talented guy um, in the working in the community and teaching the kids. And he's got uh, the uh, oh the art project. The art project is his uh, on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel out there. So okay. yeah, you can definitely look him out. He's doing a lot of good work. Yeah, yeah. And so, so my question is, is <clears throat> uh, books in hand? You know, how are you getting the message out there other than what we're doing here yeah. tonight? Because that's the fight, that's the battle. And I know from what I've looked into for a number of different things, when you know selling on Amazon, you said what 70, 75 percent of the market share when it comes to books. But the yeah. problem is, is that you don't get to meet your consumer or your your right. customer, right? right? There's a barrier there that Amazon protects, just like they were trying to protect Colette, right? Because right. they know they right. want everybody to go to Amazon first. Uh, do you sell direct to your consumers at uh, kidinmyfood.com? I think you said it links to Amazon though, right? Yeah, so I'm not like doing direct distribution, like mail distribution. Correct. Um, so when you do publish your book, especially I'm a, you know, just because I know about Amazon. Amazon, I think most publishers will do this. But um, you can buy what you call author copies. So you, you you're effectively buying books from the printer at cost, and those are right. the, um, and those are copies that you can sell, you know, wherever you, wherever you need to sell them from. Mm -hmm. And that right there is really for the author is where you make the most bang for your buck when it comes to commission because you're taking you're taking the author piece and the publisher piece and they're just you know, the only piece you're not getting is the printer piece so um yeah i do try again this is not this is not my nine to five so between you know working my my regular nine to five being a dad being a husband being a soccer coach, driving the kid, you know, driving the daughter to dance. There's not a whole lot of time right now because I got a 10 year old and a seven year old. There's right. not a lot of free time, you know, to do this. So I really have to pick and choose, uh, especially you kind of reference like the, the marketing of the thing, uh, you know, in my spare time. But one of the big events that we did, actually, we just did it uh, a couple weekends ago was the Ron Myers Christmas event, um, yeah. the, the Christmas City gift show. Um, and that's a great event. We actually sold out at the Christmas gift show, and that was like phenomenal. Uh, we were, thank you, thank you, everybody, <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Um, but that was, and as far as like getting out, that's probably my biggest event of the year. Um, I, I usually try to do an event like at Miner's Toys in um, Ocean Springs. Ocean oh, Springs, yeah. Yes, uh, Miss Merrily has been very kind to let me go out there like a Saturday and set up a, a table and. and uh, sell some books and a couple of different events, you know, throughout the year where I can. So that, um, but the marketing thing, um, that's an aspect. I love it. <laughs> it's like, you can only choose one thing to like chase the rabbit down the hole a year. And this year I'm kind of doing a marketing, you know, chasing that rabbit down the marketing hole a little bit because Amazon, again, I'm, I'm going back to Amazon again for, for marketing. Cause last year with angel blues, I did Facebook. Um, and I'm going to try to come back to Amazon this year. So actually I got three, three different campaigns out there running right now for a two week span. So I was going to try to do a little bit before black Friday over the black Friday weekend. And then the week after black Friday to see how that does. Um, and you can spend as much or as little, you know, as you want. So I kind of like took my marketing budget and kind of calculated out to spread it over the two weeks and just to see, cause you, Sorry, I'll geek out about this. Stop me when I get when it gets too much. But I mean, rock and roll. Yeah. So there was a really good um, tutorial that I, 
let me back up for a second. So I got a, a really good tutorial. One of the things that you can do also, if for me, for children's books, I joined the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. It's a national organization that you know specializes in the market for children's books for you know authors and illustrators. So they've already done a whole lot of market research, and basically it behooves them to relay this information because that's that's what they do. They try to get the most the best information to the authors and illustrators that they can. Um, so, I mean, it's real cheap. It's like a hundred dollars a year or something like that. And they get you access to all sorts of really good market research, mm -hmm. um, leads to like different publishers. If you want to try to go for traditionally published and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a really great resource. Um, they actually put me onto, um, a tutorial online to teach you how to do Amazon marketing ads. So I went through that tutorial a couple of different times and like took the recommendations and then, you know, followed that and then set up some campaigns specialized. Like you can get all sorts of information out of Amazon, but I'm not going to go down there. But yeah, mm -hmm. so you can get all sorts of information. You set up your campaigns for the for the keywords. And then really in the background, there's a bidding war every time. Yep. Every time you search something in Amazon, there's a bidding war in the background for what display is going to be at, you know, uh, in front of you when you get to the search results. And so you can trigger that on different search terms. And then you said, okay, well, I'm going to pay 42 cents. That's my bid for this. And if it comes up and you're the high bidder, it's going to place your ad. Then you get all sorts of information. It's like, did they click the ad? Did they click the ad and then actually make a purchase? How much did they spend? Those kinds of things. So really good information about who's searching what and what is really popular out there. So apparently, because yeah. I, mean, I was like doing my research and there's a book that I never heard of. But it's like the most common search thing that links ends up linking to a click to my book. It's like Christmas by the book. I don't know. It's like a very popular book out there right now. But they put my ad in front of a lot of people searching for that, and it seems to get a lot of click throughs. So you know, yeah. it's just interesting tidbits of information. Yeah, there's there's probably an audience for that book, right? Maybe yeah. it's a well known or more known author or something. And it's great to have you associated with that. Everything you just described, uh, Facebook does as well, right? And right. I've mess with that a little bit and it can be a little bit overwhelming mm -hmm. it's definitely where art meets science math and business right and yeah. that that junction there you know it's like hey i just wanted to write books like i gotta learn all this stuff too you know but yeah. it's part of it so uh yeah and i'm a i'm an it guy by trade and so everything is techno technology and you know i love the art honestly it's like you were talking about your logo you know for a stint you know in another life you know i i designed logos for a little while so i love i love the marketing aspect of it and how are you putting you know the whole branding aspect it's like the whole journey to to books for me i can just sink my teeth into pretty much every aspect of it and that's why it's you know kind of difficult sometimes to stay on task well, and for people for people that are listening to this, you know, it's like we do a lot of topics on this show, but my, this to me fits right in with a specific topic is is I love talking to people that enjoy whatever it is that they do. And you said you've got a yeah. nine to five and that's great, you know, but I, you can definitely hear the passion in your voice about the children's <laughs> book. And, and, and for people that are listening, it's like when you find that thing in your life. You do want to geek out on it and you want to know every a hunter, right, Joey? Like you want to know everything about the rifle, the scope, the the camo, the sense, the, the time of year. The, you know, you just want to know everything. And and mm -hmm. that to me is what's fun about living, right? Yeah, yeah. it was like a couple of weeks ago, I think you had the the oyster guy on. Yeah. Mark. Oh, yeah, that's life, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he was totally geeking about oyster stuff. And I was right there with him. It was like, you can do that. They do right. that. The solidity is whatever or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why you say that. Cause even sometimes if I don't necessarily 
whether I'm listening to something else, consuming some other content, I may not like what you're talking about. Definitely maybe not as much as you do, but listening to you talk about it because you like it that much, then I'm interested because I want yeah, you like, fired me up. Yeah. How far is this guy going to take it? Like, where's right. he going? Like, let's mm-hmm. go. And then I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have done that, but I like that you did, <laughs> you know, it's, yep, it's killer. Absolutely. It's killer. Um, where, where, uh, what else do we need to cover, man? What, uh, we mentioned the, 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 the website, right? Kidinmyfood.com. Kidinmyfood.com. Right. Um, you got any, you got any more, uh, shops coming up? You got any more uh, venues that you're selling books locally? Um, I don't have any more events planned right now. Um, yeah, please sign up. I'm, I'm also on Facebook, you know, at Kid My Food. Um, you can or slash Kid My Food at Kid My Food. You can find me there. Um, actually, if you link to the website, you can link to my, you know, all the, the social media places that I have. Um, also sign up for the for the email list. You can do that as well. Um, KidMyFood.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, your Facebook because page we sold all the books. Usually, because the local Barnes Noble has been very good to me too in past years. Usually, um, I'll like stock books there, but because we sold out at the Christmas show, I didn't have any, and that's the that's another aspect of it we didn't really talk about. But I only have so much money to put toward the business, and then buying all the books up front is not cheap because I got to buy all those books, and then there's that whole risk of am I going to sell all these books? And you know, we've been there. Yeah. Hey, I got a garage full of hats and shirts, brown water shirts and hats and everything else. Hey, I, we totally understand everything you're talking about there. You got to flip it. How long am I going to be sitting on this inventory with my money tied up into it? Yeah. It's, it's a business. It's things you got to calculate. So yeah, I mean, we were, we were definitely blessed to sell out uh, at the show. So I didn't really have any stock to, you know, put at the local Barnes and Noble. I did make another purchase right after the show though. So I've got, you know, another, I don't know, 60, 70 books come in. I'm hoping to be able to offload those before, you know, you know, Christmas comes up. But I mean, even if we don't sell them, we can, you know, flip them the next year, hopefully, you know, God willing. So uh, it's, it's not too much of a problem there. So the best way to find your book right now, if I got to have them before Christmas is Amazon. Amazon.com, absolutely. Or you know, kidmyfood.com. You can link to Amazon.com right there. Most of the information you can you can find. Yeah, that was a that was a loaded question earlier because I knew buying it direct from you always leaves the artist or the the author with more money. And if you can, people you know do that. Uh, sounds like you did great at that event. So so that's a, yeah. that's always good. Um, but. The way to get it now for for the holidays and for Christmas is kidinmyfood.com or just type it in on Amazon. Check out all three, correct? All three of your books? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got to check out. Uh, check out. <laughs> You'll get it right <laughs> yeah. in another. I know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> a few like, more, yeah. Um, again, so, I, we didn't really get a chance to talk to Tom uh, about yeah, Tom's yeah. book. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, just the. The rundown of time to close. Just do this. Dude, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't get it wrong. I'm giving up. I'm, I'll never be a weatherman. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's one that's thing. Right. I'm never be. Yeah, um, no, time to close. So Star um, is uh, kind of feeling small and insignificant and doesn't really know if it's going to amount to much. But you know, spoiler alert, it finds out that it's destined to become the Christmas star. So and that's how it plays a role in the whole whole nativity. I kind of call the style of the song. So Kid My Food is my country song. Angel Blues is my bluesy song. I call this one like my my Disney princess ballad, <laughs> but it, the, oh. the song turned out phenomenal. I thought you was going to say your rock star. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, maybe that's rock. the next one. Maybe yeah. that's the next one. No, I think wise men, I think wise men, I want wise men to be the next one, but I mean, really you write what the muse muse gives you at the time. So that's I got right. two ideas. I got at least two more. I got two more ideas in the chamber. I got. We need dude. a heavy metal. We need a heavy metal Christmas. <laughs> heavy metal album. Christmas. That would be awesome. Yeah. 
I don't know how the kids are gonna. I don't. You know, you got to sell to the kids and the moms. I don't know how the moms. Right. Gonna you're, do right. you're right. You're right. You're right. We're just we're just pitching ideas. We're not saying yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I take them all. Man. I've I've thought about it all. It's like I, yeah. actually in time to glow, comet. You got to look at the comet in time to glow because I was gonna. Do I take it out? Or, I mean, Comet is like a motorcycle guy. He's got yeah. like tats. He's got like tats and stuff like that, and a nose ring. I was like, is this too much? Yeah. Nah. He, was so, he was so cool, though. I just left him in the book. It was like it was. There you, you go. Gotta, you gotta check out Comet. He's pretty cool. I love it, man. That's cool. Uh, I forgot it even where I was going with that. Well, uh, well, the the storyline for for Tom yeah. Glow, he, he you know he he figures out in the end he's destined to be the Christmas story or uh, Christmas uh, star. Star. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's how Star plays a whole role in Nativity. So, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's killer that it's all based around different aspects of the Nativity because you can you can take that. I mean, you there's a lot of material there, right? Like you say. Yeah. Oh, that's where I was going. Yeah, um, the Wise Men, I, I think either the Wise Men or the Innkeeper. I had an Innkeeper. I, actually, a friend of mine is like, you know, you should do something with the Innkeeper. It's like, that's a pretty good idea. So uh, you know, it kind of kind of depends on which way you're gonna go. The wise men, though, I, and again, uh, I don't know, a little teaser, I guess. Yeah. Where I'm going with it right now is like you know the whole you don't talk about we don't talk about Bruno type song with the magic yeah. and things like that. I want to do that kind of, but not a, but a Middle Eastern flavor instead of uh, you know Hispanic flavor. Right. Right. Like how they it's because it's written as a magical and you fit all the lines and they like talk on top of one another. So if I can get some kind of hip hop Middle Eastern magical thing going on, that's what there I'm you If you can get anything to do, don't talk about Bruno's song, you'd be doing well because they yeah, sing through my house every day. Yeah. yeah. No, the soundtrack to that was really catchy. It was really catchy. Well, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Then For you sure. take your compilation of all the books that you have at the time, you make a soundtrack, then we have um uh, musicals, production, we go on the road, right? We have <laughs> dancers, pyrotechnics, it's a whole yeah. thing. You know, one thing it's at a time, man. Right, like, Christmas right, right. greatest hits. Yeah, That's exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Adam, man, thank you for your time this evening. Uh, thank you for jumping on here with us. Uh, big fan of what you're doing. I, I love them, man. If anybody, uh, you're hearing this and you're looking for for some Christmas ideas for kids uh, and that, that are based um, in you know, the, uh, religion, man. I mean, I think that's a great thing. Uh, something that's lacking a lot nowadays, right. For kids, uh, tells yeah. good, wholesome stories, man. So go check them out. Yeah. I heard, I heard that a lot at the show. It's like, you know, Oh, you know, it's a, it's a series based around nativity. It's what Christmas is all about. Right. It's about, you know, how creation, you know, interacted is interacting with its creator. And it's, it's a great story. Uh, and you gotta have it in you. It's a, and to relay this to the kids, if we can, you know, if we can relay that message to the kids early, it's it's somewhat it's very powerful. Yeah. Agreed. And make it Agreed. fun. And make it Agreed. fun. Absolutely. Yep. Kidinmyfood.com and uh there's a kid in my food on Facebook. That's what I typed in. It came right up. Uh so go check them out. Adam, thanks so much, man. And we'll uh we'll see you uh hopefully at another event. Sounds good, yeah, man. man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, guys. All right, absolutely. No Have a good evening. All right. That one was good, oh, cool. Joey. What uh what uh what we don't have anybody i don't think yeah I, we got a couple people in the queue that we need to talk to uh but we don't have anything set up yet right not for next week no we got we got okay. thanksgiving go through and then we'll figure out next week i know you're on call most of next week so yeah it's pretty, we'll it's pretty brutal. Empty day. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, I'd like to, uh, say first, like happy Thanksgiving this week. Enjoy that time. Definitely with your family. Uh, I know we will be, um, if you haven't already downloaded the Brownwater app, man, you got to check it out. We're super proud of it. 
Um, links to all the stuff, right, Joey? Tides, tails and scales, radar. Hunting times, everything. Yep. Uh, all your bag limits right inside the app, all of our social stuff. And when you download it, if you could allow the notifications on it, we'd appreciate it. We don't spam you with notifications, uh, but when we do have some cool stuff going on in the Brownwater universe, uh, it's we're gonna text you. <coughs> Excuse me. It's an easy way to get uh, a direct contact with you uh, versus having to go through like the Facebook algorithm where we can put stuff out and you'll never see it. So uh, either that, you know, do that, and then uh, also hopefully y'all are digging the the radio station. That is a. Uh, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it up to where it needs to be. Right now, it's the beta version. If you have version. any requests, yeah. If you have any requests, send them in, and we'll put them on there. Yep, yep, for sure. Oh, and that's one thing I haven't even told you, Joey. I got one of the guys that were playing, uh, local guy, uh, Sam, uh, Sam Donald, um, and, and a buddy of his who I know, Jeff. They're gonna come on the show, and we're just gonna talk music, talk uh, country music, and maybe bourbon and a couple other topics. But we're actively spinning his music right now, and it's really cool. And he's local, so uh, be on the lookout for that episode for sure. Yep. Happy All right. Well, uh, yeah. Enjoy your the rest of your time there in uh in in Savannah and have a safe trip All back. Right. We'll we'll be back home tomorrow. In the right. We're back in the sip tomorrow. Back in the sip. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in, and we'll see y'all on the next one. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to announce that we just launched our very own Brownwater Banter app. That's right. It's free to download in the App Store or on Google Play. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It's free. Download it now. Stay connected with the Brownwater universe. Inside the app, we have links to the Tales and Scales login, the marine forecast from NOAA, tides and currents, radar, a list of all the bait shops here on the Gulf Coast, everything you could need for a day out on the water having fun we've also got all the brown water social links right inside the app connections to our merch shop and if that wasn't enough we've also built inside of it a country radio station that's right so you can listen on the go i'm sure it'll evolve over time right now we're calling it brown water radio music for the outdoors so download it now check it out and we hope you dig it mm-hmm.